So, hello, 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 and uh, welcome back. Yes, season two of Talking Shop with Southside Rappers. Season two, episode one. Great person to speak to this time. You're going to absolutely love this. Uh, You are uh, Alexis from Two Snakes Tattoos. Amazing person to speak to. Um, So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I do these podcasts is to shine a light on some of these small businesses out there that need to be shot on. You know, um, Hastings is a fantastic town with so many great small businesses, so many great cafes, restaurants, tattoo parlours, just fashion shops, you know, loads of independent people out there, loads of independent businesses. And if I can do my little bit to shine a light on them, I'll do that. So, uh, yeah, let's crack on with the podcast. Alexis, how are you? How you been doing? Hi, uh, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, recently back to work after having to do quarantine um, from managing to travel to Portugal for 10 days to work and working many, many hours. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's nice to be back. Two Snakes Tattoo has been established for six years now. Um, I mean, how long have you been actually tattooing for and what spurred you on to open up your own place? So I've been tattooing for 19 years in August. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked in the local area that whole time pretty much. I worked in Bex Hill in a shop for four and a half years and then Eastbourne for seven and a half years. And then I moved to... Well, I then worked in Brighton for a year yeah. whilst I set up the shop. Um, I just wanted to be, I needed to be near home more. By the time I get home from working in Brighton and Eastbourne, it was sometimes nine o'clock. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I wanted a bit more of a life, like a social yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely got that here. Um, I've, and I knew that working in the local area, I'd have a client base if I opened a shop here as well and because I grew up in the area and Bex yeah. Hill I, I know a lot of people that would support me and mm. it it's it's done better than I could ever have imagined I mean it's um, a big step actually opening up your own one so what was it about what when did you make that decision to go I'm going to uh, open up my own one now <laughs> I think it'd been if we're sometimes I've been a bit unhappy where I was working or thought it would be a lot easier than actually was as well right. um, <laughs> yeah I know how you feel <laughs> yeah exactly um you, you kind of see the bills that people that bosses pay and what goes through mm. and you think I could do this yeah. I've got my local I've got my client base yeah it'd be nice to have my own place it would give me a bit more freedom yeah uh, no <laughs> well it definitely gives me the freedom Definitely, but there's a there's a lot of people don't tell you um, that you have to then take on board, which is stressful. But it yeah. is, is worth it. It is worth it, and I I feel terrible for ever thinking that it was easy for the previous bosses that I worked for. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, when I was um, 
I mean, when I was actually on the, with the Hastings server, I was, I, was, I was doing the marketing now, I used to go around to all of these local businesses and obviously see yeah. and then talk about how they're doing, talk about, obviously, ultimately, you know, trying to get advertising out of them so I can help yes. their business grow, <laughs> you know. Um, but obviously, you know, a question asked about their concerns, their worries and everything as well. And, yeah, they told them to me. and then, uh, But still, you always saw this quite sort of like, joyful thing on their face most of the time it's just yes. that they're happy to have their own place they're happy to be working for themselves they might not be earning much but yeah. they're happy <laughs> to be actually doing it as well and yeah. I think that's what spurred me on to probably you know I think now's the time you know at when, when I did as well so yeah it, it, it does you know it does give you this self-motivation knowing that you've got your own place Yes, very, very much so. And I've been so, so lucky to have the team that I've got now. I never, mm. like I say, I never dreamt it would be this big. I thought it would have been me, one other artist, um, the person that I was with at the time. And now I've got a team of, I think, six, seven artists all part, two of them work uh, four days and the others are all part-time, like a day here, a day mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, so it's and they're all so lovely as well and it I enjoy it so much the all the banter and everything like yeah. that is it's a really happy place yeah, um, yeah of course yeah I, I love it for that but then there's things that you can't prepare yourself ever like um things a previous landlord had dumped a twelve thousand pound bill on me uh, for business rates, which oh. well, my business rates are included in my rent and it says in my contract that it is. Yeah. So the council then said, well, your name is on there as the occupier because she changed it to that. And all of a sudden I'm 12,000 pounds in debt. And I got jaw lock for three months from stress. Oh no. Worried, thinking I was going to lose the business. So everything I couldn't afford to even start paying that because I was already paying back loans to start the business up right, uh, it was okay. absolutely horrific but uh, luckily a family friend came in with the valuation office and managed to get it down to four thousand pounds uh by taking out all the little areas that we don't use to make money yeah um and i did still have to pay that bill even though i'd already paid my business rates in my rent uh -huh. but it, it is what it is. Um, of course, I mean, they work taking... it out by square footage, don't they? So it's, it's, yes. it's, it's a certain size. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, that was an unfortunate one. I, I, I got divorced during my first year of oh, business. No. So, yeah, I, I've yeah. had all sorts of, of ups and downs, but I've got through every single one. And yeah. I'm still smiling, like you say. Still <laughs> smiling. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, what is it about the tattoos that caught your attention? Um, so for me, when I was 17, um, I remember my parents being tattooed. They went to um, like one of the best shops in Brighton at the time, Temple mm -hmm. Tattoo. Yeah. And I went with them. I saw them get tattooed. And I actually ended up working with the guy that owned that shop in a few years ago who oh, sadly right. passed away now um but yeah i think seeing seeing them get tattooed being and in, going into the shop and being in the environment and maybe because i was into bands at that point as well and oh, okay. obviously that 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 kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of music as well yeah um that kind of started it off but i i moved back from brighton 
and didn't have a job and I'm obviously always drawing I was really into graffiti for years and one of my friends suggested why don't I go and ask the local shop for an apprenticeship which I did and that's where it started so I learned to pierce first and then after that I eventually got to to tattoo and that's that's been it (laughs) (laughs) noticing that they're the majority of tattoos are a real work of art and the most with most having an actual meaning to them maybe sentimental or a bit of fun like a fan tattoo or a liberating design what does a tattoo say to you and what does it actually mean to you um there's a few different things obviously it's very historical and meaningful um quite tribal quite a a natural thing it can be uh like a coming of age thing Mm. uh like uh, we don't obviously we you can drink alcohol when you're 18 but there's no and everyone's already done that by the time they're 12 Um, (laughs) (laughs) but there's no actual real coming of age thing in this country that we really celebrate Mm -hmm. um and that's quite an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I could agree that it, the age for tattoos should be higher uh, right, because okay. of the de- decisions you make. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, it tattoos, I think the, the decoration was mainly why I first had them. But mm. now for me, a tattoo is networking. Um, right, okay. So it's a very different... <laughs> different kind of networking in, in my industry it's very painful very expensive and it yeah. and it normally involves some kind of holiday <laughs> um, <laughs> I have got meaningful tattoos on me oh, okay. uh, a lot of them are most of them for me are memory based and experience yeah either like I say I've gone to meet a tattooer that I really like their work they tattoo me we get on and then they come and guest at the shop and then I go and guest at their shop so yeah. you build this huge network up, which most of most of the people that have guested in the last six years have been friends through through tattooing, meeting them at conventions and traveling to see them. Oh, and then okay. they come and work with me. We are only just now taking on artists that we don't know. Okay. Um, because they're asking to come and guest, which is amazing. So well, that's, yeah. what you, that's what you wanted, wasn't it? Was you know, exactly. in a way, you wanted those people to uh, come to you instead of you yeah, going to out. Be able all the time. To offer the town locally people that you would have to travel to America to see, mm. or all all over the world, um, Canada. I think like I'm giving people the opportunity to to not have to make that journey for that particular mm. person yeah and world famous artists like it yeah it's a it's a really good opportunity to bring to hastings yeah, um yeah, yeah but yeah a lot a lot a lot of mine are silly memories silly, oh, I... things things that make me smile i'm now yeah. getting a lot of little sayings that i've seen in tv programs that i like um <laughs> that, that make me that make me laugh yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just had a Sam Squanch uh, tattooed on me because it's from uh, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> just silly, silly little memories. I've got yeah. um, a kingfisher on my ribs for my granddad because he used right. to stick them up all over the kitchen, and oh, we sold the yeah. house. So obviously, I took a picture of the one by the back door. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, for me, tattoos are kind of networking and, and memories. They don't have to, they can just look cool. Yeah. As absolutely. well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the ones that I've got, there's no sentimental thing to me. It's just, I quite like the image and I quite like Fantastic. the style of them. And, and, and that was it, really. Kerry's got Brilliant. quite a few that, that are sentimental. Marnie, she's got around about sort of 15 tattoos, but they all mean nice. something. They do. They've yeah. all got some sort of meaning behind them. But yeah, each to their own. And, and it's, a, it's exactly. a way the person likes to express themselves, isn't it, really? Yeah. And it's really interesting to meet people and to have that difference. Sometimes it could, it, you can have them in tears because it's so meaningful mm. for them. And other ones, they could just come in and be like, what have you got? I just want to get a tattoo. <laughs> so. <laughs> exactly. Which leads perfectly on to my next question. With over 20 million people in the UK having at least one tattoo, and also individual, I mean, I suppose they're just like the fingerprints as well, yeah. exactly in the same way. Um, is, there, is there such a demand for them now? And do you see any signs of it slowing down? Oh, so the demand has definitely increased. Um, I remember when and working in Holy Cow when I had a huge drawing list. At, we were really, really busy. And then for some reason... Over the last few years uh, it's got a little bit less but now I think maybe because it's televised a lot more and it's more accessible online mm -hmm. to, to see and learn about it uh, that people are, are, are getting more maybe because famous people are yeah. getting more tattooed as well like you say fan base um, I, the, I worry because there's so many tattooers now mm. because it looks so cool so you've, yeah. you've got both sides of it and now it's a bit overwhelmed with with choice with people you can go to so yeah. obviously the more tattooers then the less work it's, it's kind of spread out a bit more i suppose it's a little bit like barbering <laughs> as well this we seem yes. to have a lot of barbers springing yes. up not as many hairdressers just a lot of barbers springing up don't we yeah definitely so with any kind of uh fashionable thing mm. you get you get the bad side of that there being too many and too many yeah. bad ones and the work being spread out i think then there's the conversation that people want to take it more underground to take it away from it being so popular mm -hmm. yeah to go a bit a bit more raw more private studios bit, but i i don't know if it it will slow down at some point. Mm. And I think a lot of people are struggling, obviously, out of COVID and there being so many tattooers. I think, yeah, we, we are noticing that the work is being spread out between a yeah. lot more tattooers now. Yeah, yeah, um, of course, yeah. With all the thousands you have done, you must have a favourite <laughs> tattoo that you have done in the past. What is it? I really wish that I'd counted how many tattoos I've done. <laughs> I really do since the beginning. It'd be well, so crazy. Well, in 19 think. years of doing it, you, I was to say, it's got to be in the 30, 40, something like that. Yeah. It'd be something crazy. Because I think in one day, my maximum was 28 tattoos for a, a, an Whoa. event that we did for charity. <laughs> between, yeah, between 11 and 6 p.m. I just went crazy. It was the uh, donut day we did with Sham City Roasters and Debbie right. Donuts. It's yeah. so much fun. Uh, for me, oh, um, I, <laughs> uh, I did a Mark One Escort 
um, on somebody because they are my favourite car. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> in the world, I I saw an RS two thousand when I was in high school yeah. and absolutely fell in love. Uh, so finally, in my career, somebody came in that was just as passionate and had it tattooed on their arm. It was amazing. Um, other than that, I did a, a hula girl on a friend just in black. Oh. Just whip shaded and it I love it. it the yeah. shading was so perfect. Everything was so perfect. Yeah. And yeah. I had so much fun doing it. I it's a really simple tattoo, but it's yeah, it's always stuck out there for me. Um oh I did a World War II, I think it was World War II Spitfire sleeve um okay. on a on a guy once um where they like crashing and exploding um that was a really good one as well but yeah and the mark one escort or the hula girl for me <laughs> <laughs> nice 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 have you done anybody famous have you actually tattooed mm. anybody famous um uh, i tattooed i think the bass player from the band mondo generator years ago but i i <laughs> i i not really no <laughs> 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 just some people in bands things like that so no, yeah. no one's famous no <laughs> as, as you mentioned earlier you obviously got guests coming in all the time who's your next one and uh where are they from oh so next week we have his name is wheels uh with a z and he's in on tuesday and wednesday i think he yeah. i've not met him before uh he is from a shop called rye lanes in london where we have a regular guest, um, Chris O'Day, come from as well. And he, her, Chris went back and said how cool we were and how much fun it was. So Wheels contacted me and he was like, I've heard how good it is. Can I come and guess, please? I was like, yeah, of course. So he, they, he does fine, very fine line things, oh, um, right, okay. which we don't do in the shop. So yeah, yeah. Um, Chris will be joining us two days a month who does similar things as well so mm -hmm. we've got another tattoo on board now yeah. uh, one of our friends Yella Seuss he's coming down I think maybe next week or the week after as well yeah. uh, Tamara Lee that used to work with us she moved up to the top of London she's coming down to guest in August for a couple Fantastic. of days uh, yeah we We've got quite a lot coming up, which is really yeah. exciting. The next two months are, are kind of busy. And then we've got some other ones in September as well. Nice. So, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> very busy, very busy. <laughs> yeah, I like entertaining, so it's perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, at home or in the studio, what new artist podcast have you been listening to? What sort of music are you into? What sort of things are you, do you like to listen to when you're at home or in the studio? So, my... my best friend laughs because it's like a it's like a dirty secret um, <laughs> do you I, want to let anybody know this <laughs> I know <laughs> I am massively into drum and bass um, are you <laughs> yes I uh, love it <laughs> so am I, I. <laughs> excellent I obviously can't play it in the shop because it's not really I really oh, like see, that's a shame isn't it <laughs> and I, I don't think I could tattoo to it either so it's literally <laughs> It's in my earphones and it's in my car yeah. and, that's, and that's where I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I listen to Hospital Records. I listen to their podcast a lot. Right, okay. uh, that's where I find, source a lot of my music from too. Yeah. It, I, it, it, I, really, I really enjoy his voice. It's funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it, that would be my favourite podcast. Right, um, okay. Other than that, that would probably be the only music 
podcast that I listen yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like I like a lot of doom and like uh, hip hop. I'm really open, really yeah, open yeah, yeah. To, to music. But yeah, that that's my dirty little secret. Um, <laughs> I what, to... what I, it doesn't have to be a dirty little secret. If I could have Pendulum playing all day, <laughs> every day in the cafe, I would. <laughs> I know, right? You just have to cater to customers, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, one, no one else I know really likes it. Uh, we yeah. used to live with a lot of hard house DJs when I was younger. So it's, yeah, that, that's kind of my fun. But uh, when I do my accounts, yeah. I listen to Law podcast, oh, which right, is, okay. um, I think his name's Aaron Menke. Mm-hmm. And he's an American and he tells folklore stories. Right, okay. Um, they've got a TV program, but it's awful. Um, but yeah, L-O-R-E. I've listened to every single episode. I love it, and it's oh. really it helps me concentrate while I do my accounts, and I get to hear about witchcraft and monsters, and because I'm really into cryptozoology, uh, so weird creatures um, <laughs> that may not exist, like yetis yeah. um, or mothmet, all sorts of weird things, um, which is a lot of my work is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'm I'm known for we do a conspiracy theory day. I'm known for doing that kind of work as my images. Uh, so I listen to the unexplained.com yeah. and the higher side chats as well. Wow. Um, and and a, a sourdough podcast too. Because <laughs> I'm really because I'm really into sourdough too. <laughs> now, did you get into it at the lockdown or did you have an interest before? Uh, before so I, okay. I'm really into cook- cookery I have my own cooking and bread Instagrams uh cookbook underscore collector is my cookery one right. I so I've, I've done courses in sushi in I I what else oh pasta and then I a couple maybe two or three oh no it must be more now I've lockdown isn't really a year for me so maybe three years ago right. I did a course with a local woman in St Leonard. She's called um, oh, St Leonard's Supper Club. Oh, okay. I think her Instagram. Yeah. Uh, just went to her house when we were allowed to do those things, and yeah, she had me there all day, made me lunch, and taught me to make sourdough. And I've never looked back. Wow. So, yeah. That so is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's your signature dish then? What's the one? If someone to come around for dinner, what would you make? that you, oh. you know you're so confident in making, that you know that it is amazing. What is it that you would make? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, most of my friends are vegan. So we we normally, again, would just group cook together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't, because we haven't socialized for so long. I can't yeah. remember what I used to cook. <laughs> I've just been on my own at home for the last, year and a half <laughs> so I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> and it's difficult to cook just for yourself isn't it it is it's, it cool. is. it's not yeah, yeah. It's you don't have the fun as it. much of doing it for yourself you know I mean exactly obviously Kerry's gluten intolerant garlic ah. intolerant and dairy intolerant oh, no. 
So oh, obviously, no. and, I, I, and I'm, I've, I've no, no intolerance since I can eat anything. Uh, but obviously, <laughs> when, when I cook, it's obviously combined, making sure that she can eat it, but trying to make sure all the flavour is still there. And everything, substituting things with, sub, with something else as well, which is one, oh. one of the reasons why we do what we do in a cafe, you know, because we, yeah. we make sure we cater for everyone. But, but, when, but when I have ever cooked for myself, it's usually scrambled egg and baked beans and a bit of toast. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's good because I make sourdough it normally ends up cheese and bread <laughs> yeah, exactly. but where, we, where we used to group cook together um me and the girls we're obviously drinking wine and we put a wine down and a saying that we would always do was always say is where's my wine all night <laughs> where's my wine where's my wine and we've all had it tattooed on us <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, oh my lord love it <laughs> love it love yeah, it. it became a regular saying <laughs> i think i need to have where's my gin i've also got vodka uh tattooed on me as well because i used to like vodka a lot <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I think you I need the, you need a gin tattoo. Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> now I'm I, I am a major major film buff. I love watching a good movie, and I love watching a as I say a good a good good movie. Something to really capture me, and and you know, and I just sort of like go into this movie as well. You know, I've seen a lot of duffers also as well. So, oh, what's yes. your favourite film, and what's your worst one? I really struggled with this really really struggled with this i just went blank um so i like watching a lot of older films mm -hmm. um things like they live uh we watched a, we made our way through all the hitchcock films oh, amazing. um so that was pretty cool yeah uh, the one that does stick out for me weirdly enough is uh inception i really enjoyed oh. it oh, it okay. made I saw it at the cinema and it made me rush um and I I love it but I'm really I read a lot of books on quantum physics and consciousness and um life after death and realities which kind of mi mixes in with the cryptozoology things and yeah. uh, I'm really interested in what this is um <laughs> I read a lot of books by Anthony Peake as well, if people are interested. Um, yeah. he, he tries to talk to scientists and, yeah, and explains quantum physics in a really basic way. Yeah. Um, and of course, the film Inception is about dream layer. It, it just caught me. Um, the, the idea really got me. Uh, going back, going back a bit. What? What is it about quantum physics that that, that, that captured you? We've got, uh, forget that last question then. Let's go on to a new one. So now I've never really spoken to anybody that's that into quantum physics. Now I'm I'm I, I like the idea of it. I like and I do listen to things about yeah. it. But I don't know enough. I well. but, read a lot about it and it doesn't stay in there because it's so complicated. Yeah. Um, but it's basically saying that um, you're made up of particles that are obviously bouncing off each other. And the idea is that it becomes a solid when it's observed. Yeah. So for me, I freaked out for quite a while whilst starting to learn about this, thinking my car isn't solid unless I'm looking at it. 
I'm observing it. And I was like, what, what is this? Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Now that is right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's go it's going in there. That's going in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Their, their argument is that it, the particles need to be observed to be a reality. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm, I think, oh, how come you can see the same reality as me? And then I've got so many questions. Uh, but it's mainly uh, Anthony Peake's books are, the, are the, the ones that kind of explain it in a really easy way as well. Mm. It mm. kind of gives you, gives you the complicated bit, then breaks it down. Um, for idiots <laughs> um, and it was just kind of talking about are there different dimensions what life after death is yeah like are you just energy particle based and you just that it, it it fascinates me but it does it goes in and it doesn't stay in and it's yeah. very hard to ever explain it especially when i haven't got the the tools educational tools to yeah, sound yeah. Like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. See, I, again, I've been very interested, but I, I do listen to, try to listen to things. See, I'm dyslexic, so reading things is, is, yes. isn't easy for me. But obviously, when, yeah. when you're obviously, that's why I like listening to podcasts. I love ah, listening to Brian Cox. And, he, and he, I, I, I learned so much from from there really but uh but yeah, yeah. But not, I've never I've, I've never met anybody that I know <laughs> that is that into it but I, yeah, <laughs> I, really, I really enjoy consciousness yeah I I really want to get my eyelids tattooed with a symbol for conscious and subconscious um but there is no symbol for it and I've actually asked Anthony Peake because I try and go in on his zoom um yeah talks and he said there isn't, so I'm gonna to have to make one up. <laughs> I'm sure you can. I'm sure as soon as you do, it would just be out there. These are the symbols no. for them. I hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, why I... not? <laughs> so the classic question, I usually ask people, you know, have three people past and present come in and have a drink or have something to eat with people, but as you a tattoo studio, I wanna <laughs> so. If you can have three famous people, past or present, to come in and have a design and have a beer and a chat with you, what would be the piece of art that oh. you would tattoo on that, those three people? This, again, was, was very tough. <laughs> the, first, the first name, um, and I've actually got his face tattooed on me from a film, which should have been in my answer previously, Life Aquatic is definitely one of my favourite films. Right. It's so beautiful. Um, I have Bill Murray on my leg. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I have a portrait of him as Steve Zizou. Right, okay. <laughs> um, he is, I'm in love with him. He's amazing. Yeah. He, the characters that he plays and all the, like, he's been in so many films and he's hilarious. Absolutely. I think he'd be really interesting to, to sit down with. As for a tattoo on him, I oh, I don't know what it would. Maybe it would be something from Life Aquatic. Well, if you've um, got his you, face on you, why not put oh, your face on his? That would be amazing. I would die happy. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That's a fair trade-off. I like. I that. think I'm it is. Your, I'm going with your answer. <laughs> um, Howard Hughes from the podcast The Unexplained. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe something 
something maybe alieny based could mm-hmm. be cool on it. I mean, most of my work would suit him. Yeah. Then I couldn't decide which. I'm going to go off onto chefs now. I think okay. Raymond Raymond Blanc um, or Misha Junior, but probably Raymond Blanc. To those those similar sort of chefs, those similar yes. sort of cuisine. Yes, but they more so for their characters. Mm-hmm. They're really lovable and quite funny, especially. Raymond, it, it, he makes me laugh so much when he's just so passionate and he just he's got a really lovable personality yeah rather than what what they cook but it would have to be an ingredient of some of or a maybe kitchen utensil of some <laughs> sort <laughs> I <love it>. on <laughs> them <laughs> yeah. um I have a a wood louse with a chef's hat frying on an oven on me <laughs> I, I've got some very strange tattoos. <laughs> it sounds like, so they but could, yeah, they they, could, they're not they're not that strange because you want them. That's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want a chef with louse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so yeah, we'd have to be something yeah, something chef based probably for them. <laughs> oh, Although wow. saying that, I wouldn't want a tattoo machine tattooed on me so they probably wouldn't want anything cookery based tattooed on no, them either no no, no. oh but is this this is this is your designs on them so you can yeah. you can put whatever you want on them <laughs> could be mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly 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 well alexis thank you so much for doing this and uh yeah and uh, as soon as i'm well i want to get another tattoo done soon so Yay! i'll try and book it in well, we're neighbours, aren't we? You're yeah, just behind exactly. us, so <laughs> nice and close. Pop down on your lunch break tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come and have a chat. I'll come oh. and have a chat. All right, Alexis, I really thank appreciate it. Thank you for this. having me. No, thank you. Thank you, and I'll speak to you soon, OK? I'll speak to you soon. All right, cheers. Thanks. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Talking Shop with Southside Rappers. If you're a local business in Hastings and would love to appear on a podcast with me, please do get in touch. Ian at southsiderappers.co.uk Speak to you soon. <laughs>